the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Pittsburgh Airport Area Chamber of Commerce. Welcome to Pittsburgh. I'm your host, Gary Dixon. Today, we have a special guest, and that is the president and CEO of the Pittsburgh Airport Area Chamber of Commerce. His name is Chris Heck. Chris, welcome to Pittsburgh. Thank you, Gary. It's a pleasure to be with you and with your audience this morning. I'd like just to get a little bit of background on on you yourself, uh, you know, who you are sure. and how you got to this point and a little bit of your background. Sure, sure. Thank you. I am a, um, a New Jersey native, and I um, have a long legacy of family that um, lived, uh, grew up, and were, were educated here in the Pittsburgh area. Mm-hmm. My mom is originally from um, Leedsdale in the Swickley area there. And after graduating from high school in New Jersey, I, uh, I said to myself, I have to get out of this town. <laughs> so <laughs> I hightailed it out of New Jersey for the Sun and um, the U.S. Coast Guard in um, South Florida. So that was my home for about 10 years. And six of those years was with the U.S. Coast Guard all over the country and completed my formal education at Florida Atlantic University. And um, after the, the decade of the 80s, which was um, the time frame that I was down there in South Florida, mm-hmm. I decided to um, come back, move to an area uh, where I was ready to raise a family, uh, that I thought would be ideal for just that. Um, and I chose uh, the lovely uh, town of Mount Lebanon, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So um, after a number of different uh, career moves, mostly in the association world, um, I ended up accepting a position three years ago to lead the Pittsburgh Airport Area Chamber of Commerce. And, um, and, and here I am today. Yeah. I have four children live in Mount Lebanon. Uh, my wife is an entrepreneur. She runs a uh, consulting company for nonprofits. And um, we are we are thrilled to be here and um, in in this overall uh, community Absolutely. of the, um, the South Hills. Well, it's a good place to raise a family for sure. And uh, for your time in the U.S. Coast Guard earlier on, I did want to thank you for your service. Thank you, Gary. So let's talk about the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, everyone's heard of the Chamber of Commerce, but people may not know some of the specifics. Let's talk about the mission of the Chamber of Commerce, which I'm sure you talk about often. How large is it? And maybe talk about the potential for growth in the Chamber of Commerce as well. Sure, sure. So when you when you hear the words Chamber of Commerce, um, uh, at least many of us think about a community chamber of commerce. They think about um, local businesses uh, within a certain geographical area that get together as a group, network, exchange ideas, exchange business opportunities, mm-hmm. and that is is one. Is, uh, you know, I tend to think it's the heartbeat of our of our country when you think of the small business owner 
the medium-sized business owner and the Chamber of Commerce are all usually in the same uh, conversation. Our chamber is a little is, is is unique in the way that it is a regional chamber. So we our geographical footprint, Gary, is from Manaka up in the north all the way to Green Tree. So if you if you think about the Parkway West going out to the uh, Ohio River and west to um, uh, the the west side of the airport, it's that whole footprint of 34 communities that we serve. What does that mean? 900 companies are currently members mm. of our chamber, and um, we are very active in collaborating with other chambers in the area. Uh, my peers are in Washington County, Beaver County, Butler, uh, downtown Pittsburgh, and of course the Allegheny Conference. So um, we're, we're very much engaged in all of those organizations as well, and our members are able to benefit from that, um, mm-hmm. the, that type of exposure. The chamber itself has, and one of the reasons, Gary, that I accepted the position three years ago was the growth potential of the airport corridor. And when you think about that, there, there are many aspects of that. And I was looking ahead at things like the new airport the Southern Beltway connection, Robert Morris expanding its its reach into the area, and of course one of the large economic development drivers is the Shell Cracker plant in Beaver County. All of those things together spell growth and potential for the communities that are in that area. And I thought, what a great opportunity to lead a legacy organization the potential for growth was really incredible, I, I thought. Yeah, you know, I think uh, some people that live here, uh, you know, every day, maybe for their whole life, may not notice the progress and the growth as much as somebody who, uh, like me, uh, moved away for about five years and came back. And in just five years, I noticed a big difference. A lot of changes, a lot of new businesses that weren't uh, here before, which is always a good thing to see. It is. It is. And for those that are in the Moon Township, the Robinson Township, the Finley Township, those those communities themselves, those are the individuals that have really seen the expanded growth, the, mm-hmm. you know, sort of the, the valleys and, and, and everything. The old days of U.S. Airways when they shuttered up and closed the doors and and all those people that worked for that company were looking around saying, what next? And then, you know, you know when you look at the, the, um, the current landscape, that all of those people have, and, and, and many more have been gainfully employed in, um, in industries and organizations that we never thought we would have, you know, in this area. And um, it's just incredible to see the growth now and um and and in the next couple of years so we could we could talk about that as well well how how do you think uh, it's faring against other communities as far as the growth uh, as we compare it against other similar sized cities maybe in the uh, the northeast yeah i i've been on a number of national um in, involved in national conferences and when you talk about the growth the sustained growth um, we rank the airport area of Pittsburgh is the premier 
commercial development sector, if you will. And there are um, there are jobs that are out here right now. There are companies that are looking for people. So that's a good barometer of growth. Mm-hmm. If you if you parlay that into the infrastructure. Um, that we call of of growth, the international airport, the southern beltway that is going to be connecting the southern communities right to the airport itself, the shell cracker, uh, which is in the energy and um, plastics arena. All of those things bring jobs, and we're doing an excellent job in maintaining that growth. Even through COVID right now, we're looking beyond that, and um, I'm fortunate enough to partner with organizations that are here in the area, and uh, it just so happens that we're going to be spending some time at a, on a virtual event called Moving Forward, It's Time, mm-hmm. and leaders from the airport from our elected officials and from the universities are all getting together to talk about the growth and um, what we see is our short-term and long-term potential for um, for employment and growth as well. So you said it's called Moving Forward? Moving Forward, it's time. It's a smaller group of our airport corporate partnership, and it's a subset of our chamber that will be having this discussion, and that recording will be made public, and we'll be able to share that. So okay. I'm very excited about, about that as well. <laughs> now, I had read that, uh, is it the Chamber of Commerce as a, a global, or not global, <laughs> obviously, but a nationwide organization, or yours, your specific one, is 105 years old? Right. So there is a bit of history about that. Um, many years ago, before the war effort in the late 20s, there was a, um, a group of business owners, 12 in particular in Coriopolis, that um, formed the Coriopolis Business Association. And basically, Gary, that was a group of guys that, that were business owners to consolidate their companies and their efforts in order to get government contracts. That little group right there was the beginning of our Chamber of Commerce. It all started in Coriopolis and grew over the years to 50 and 60 companies that during World War II, they were able to, again, parlay that consolidated group and and get these contracts. Mm -hmm. And it it sort of snowballed from there over the years and... um, Oh, 10, 15 years ago, um, one of the major marks that the the Chamber of Commerce made was um, you're probably aware that we have a significant military presence in the airport area with five, Mm -hmm. four or five different military bases, including the 9-11 airlift wing uh, with the Air Force and the 171st. Well, both of those bases... Um, years ago, you may remember, we're under what's called the BRAC, and that was the possibility of the government shutting down those airport, yeah. those, excuse me, those, um, those military those, bases. Those bases, yeah. Our chamber with um, Sally Haas at the time and a number of elected officials were the leaders, if you will, in D.C. and in Harrisburg, especially in Washington, D.C., to promote and advocate for and um, they were 
rewarded with the the, the government of saying, uh, you're absolutely right, we need these bases, we will fund these bases, and now we have two of the largest Air Force Reserve bases in the country, and um, it's very, we're very proud of that, and it's one of our legacy activities here in the airport area. Well, that's something to be proud of, saving that, because, boy, that was a tough time, and a lot of people were pretty nervous about that. It's also, Gary, great to see that the commanders at the, all those bases understand the importance of our community mm-hmm. and the support that our community offers to the families of the servicemen. And um, so we have a great working relationship with the local military and vice versa. They reach out to us. We help with um, a lot of activities and it's it's a really a blessed relationship that we have, and we're very proud of that. Well, if you've just joined us, you're listening to the program Bisberg. I'm Gary Dixon. Our guest today is Chris Heck. He's the president and CEO of the Pittsburgh Airport Area Chamber of Commerce. And if you'd like more information, they have a great website with lots of info. That is the initials of the Pittsburgh Airport Area Chamber of Commerce, which is P-A-A-C-C dot com. So the website again, P-A-A-C-C dot com. Phone number, if you prefer to call, is 412-264-6270. By the way, if you would like to listen back to Bisberg programs or maybe share this one with somebody, you can find it at podcastpittsburgh.com. That's a website, podcastpittsburgh.com. It's also streamed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, and Stitcher. Chris, I'd like to touch on a little bit about the value that you bring to your members. And uh, again, there's, did you say 900 members at this point or close to that? Yes, yes. (laughs) So if I'm a business that's not a member of the Chamber of Commerce at this point, maybe you could explain to me why I might want to be. Sure, sure. What You know, one of the things in conversation that I have with members, non-members, just and, and like we're doing right now, is putting myself in the shoes of, of someone who's thinking about maybe starting a business, already start, has a business, looking to grow that business. And usually a chamber of commerce is a very cost-effective way of engaging um, with, with the, the local business community to help grow themselves. So um, typically when you think about chamber of commerce, what is that value? What, what are we offering you when you're stroking a check and paying annual membership dues? Well, the, the, the basic building blocks are growing your business, connecting with others, networking and learning, right? Those are, mm-hmm. those are sort of the, 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 the basics there. How do we do that? We offer educational programs. We offer networking opportunities for you to meet new business owners, hopefully build your business um, through some strategic partnerships and connections. And we, go, we really go out of our way to connect point A to point B, if you have uh, a unique proposition, um, we want to make sure that we're getting that out to our members. And um, I, I feel that uh, it is a very, very cost-effective way to help your business development folks, your sales team, in exploring new opportunities for your business. 
the other area of value is to our community. So the Chamber of Commerce is actually a community resource. What do I mean by that? We offer opportunities for members and non-members to travel. And before COVID-19 hit, we had four to five international trips per year to Egypt, to Amsterdam, to Germany, Italy, to the UK, all over the world where a lot of of the retired and um, folks that are looking to uh, travel come to us for deeply, deeply discounted full package trips. And we love offering those types of um, types of opportunities for local for the local community to enjoy group discounts um, on travel. Um, Above and beyond that, we also offer building block discounts for your company, whether it's controlling healthcare costs, like we do with what's a program called Clever RX, and it is a pharmaceutical discount program that doesn't cost anything, but if you're a member, you're able to um, deeply discount those pharmaceutical costs that you may be incurring. Obviously, healthcare, but but a lot of the, the staple, the office supply discounts that you would expect um, that a business has, you can get all of those things discounted through our Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm. So that that value is is intrinsic it's there um but also there is that value of being a part of an organization a very parochial and opportunity to be proud of your community work together with others um when you join and you know you might go to a golf outing with 140 other members and make new friends and new business opportunities. Well, networking uh, alone is so important and necessary. You can't operate a business in a vacuum or you just won't have very, very good luck in growing. So a great opportunity plus all those services you mentioned as well. Correct. Yeah. You know, I had a conversation just about every banker bank in, in the area is a member of our chamber. I don't know of any bank that is not because of our large footprint. And an individual came up to me after about six months and uh, on the job, and he said, Chris, I want, to, I want to give you an idea. I work for X, X Bank, and I'm in commercial lending, and I'm very successful. 50% of my book over the past 10 years has been somehow connected with this chamber, and mm-hmm. that's why we support it, and that's why I'm either very much involved with and that blew me away i couldn't yeah, believe that i thought yeah making you know new friends and new um, networking opportunities is something that you know comes once in a while but 50 percent <laughs> of his books so that that sort of gave me a a, a light on yeah. how valuable and it's not just our chamber but but chambers of commerce are for business owners. absolutely i guess that's a happy member right there if 50 percent that's yeah. huge that really is I noticed on your website there's a page with a bunch of good-looking people who I think are your staff. (laughs) Can we talk a little bit about the people that might work there, your staff, maybe your board, your financial supporters, and that that part of it? Absolutely, yes. It's one of my favorite subjects. I came on on board, and and I I really didn't have to lift a finger to keep the momentum going. The staff itself, we have six staff members. Uh, we have a great sales team. The majority of our staff 
were members of the chamber at one point in their career to begin with, whether they were a small business owner or with a company that was a member. And as they transitioned out of that, they enjoyed the experience so much that they came to work for us. So that in itself is really helpful. Our executive director, Michelle Kreitzer, is a, um, is a wonderful, wonderful resource for me and for all of our members. And she is, you know, she's been there for a long time, many years and knows the, um, the, the chamber inside and out and our members. So that alone, having that staff, that, that sort of rock-solid staff there was, was, was such a great, great help. Transitioning over to the board, our board of directors, um, we have 27 board members. We're very proud of their, um, their work with us. They help me in the decision-making process. We, we do have... Francie Lucas as a team member of, um, of Salem and in your radio station is one of our board members and she's wonderful. You know, between the executive committee and our board of directors, they are v- extremely supportive of everything we do. And it's very helpful for me in a leadership position to have a, an engaged board as, as we do. It's all about the future, isn't it, and growth, and uh, that's what the Chamber does. And when you look ahead, let's talk about maybe your, I'm sure you have, uh, as the the leader, the president and CEO, I'm sure you have envisioned what the Chamber might look like in, say, five years from now. Yeah, well, to give you a taste of what um, the chamber could look like, and 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 I have, and I think very positive about what it will look like. Mm-hmm. Just before, if you look back a year to 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 March first, just prior to COVID engaging, engulfing, whatever you want to call, it, in all of us, when everything just shut down, our chamber chamber was on a growth trajectory of 17 new companies per month wow. joining our chamber for the past eight months. So that gave me the hope and the sort of the recognition that we're on to something here uh, between the airport and all the economic development activities that are going on. Most of the large projects will be completed in the next three to five years, including a new airport, including the shell cracker, including, you know, everything that's going on Mm -hmm. with the Southern Beltway, which is going to be a fantastic connecting infrastructure connector Mm -hmm. uh, from the south right to the airport. All of that spells opportunity. And within five years, we will easily eclipse um, over a thousand companies who knows, maybe even 12 or 1,300 new, or not new, but, you know, companies. And um, we look to grow. We look to offer um, more opportunities and value to our members. But I think of the communities, the communities in the airport area. If you think of Finley Township, that small community just saw a million-square-foot Amazon Fulfillment Center pop up out of nowhere Mm -hmm. and employ a thousand people in just a matter of months. And there are more projects similar to that that are on in the sort of in the works right now. And the fact that COVID-19 just put a pause on all of that, 
that's why I'm very optimistic about moving forward and 2021 is going to be a you know a pinnacle year to restart the engine of the airport um, area as a, as a geographical um, powerhouse. Mm-hmm. It, it's all there. We have to kind of restart it. Absolutely, <laughs> but you can't stop progress. Chris, we only have about a minute left, but quickly, if somebody is listening and thinks that being a member of the chamber might be a good idea for them, what would be the first steps for them? The first step is to realize that um, calling us or going on to our website, just picking up the phone, saying, you know what, I'd like to learn more about um, how you can help me or how I can help you or how I can become engaged is to understand that we don't have all the answers to maybe growing your business right away. But what we do is we sit down and listen to what your, your, either your business plan or your goals and objectives are, and then we connect you with the appropriate companies that can help you with that. We, can, we offer opportunities for you to, like you said, network, connect, and learn, but um, it's not like we have a bunch of business consultants just sitting there waiting <laughs> to you know, assess your business plan and say yes, no, or maybe. Right. It's, it's that connectivity to other professionals who will do that, and because you're a member of our Chamber of Commerce, they want to help you, and that, that's what, uh, you know, that's how I feel that mm-hmm. we're, we're so successful because of that, that engagement from, from member to member. So it may start, if you're interested uh, in becoming a member, with a phone call. And if you make that call, here's the number, 412-264-6270. Of course, they have a website. You can go there for more information as well. That is www.paacc.com. Paacc.com. And, of course, that stands for Pittsburgh Airport Area Chamber of Commerce. And we've been speaking with Chris Heck, who is the president and CEO of the Pittsburgh Airport Area Chamber of Commerce. Kind of a long name, but it, but it's a good. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. sort of a tongue twister there, Gary. Yeah, a little did bit. A great job. A little Thank bit. You. I appreciate it, and I appreciate your time with us uh, talking to us today on Bisberg, the program. Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you, and thank you for having me. This program sponsored by Pittsburgh Airport Area Chamber of Commerce. We'll see you next time.